Come on, run! Zaid sped off and pulled Tina along with him, but it was no use. They found that they were tilting their bodies forward to counterbalance the angle. Oh my god, Zaid! I'm slipping! Tina screeched. It's getting too steep! Zaid was also finding it difficult to move without slipping back, so he gripped more tightly on her hand. How high can this thing go? she growled. I don't know. Just grab something, anything, he shouted forcefully, desperately looking for something to hold on to himself. What? What do I grab? Tina was well into panic mode. Zaid, there's nothing to grip onto. Zaid realized she was right, and they were gradually falling back together, back towards the noise and the smell again. They tried to lean into the angle, but by now it was too great. No, no, no! Get on the floor and crawl quickly, he hissed, and so let go of her hand. If we crawl, we can still move forwards. Tina didn't answer. She was too busy trying to grope her way ahead. Crawling made it a little easier to grapple forwards, and they were making slow but sure progress. Centimeter by centimeter, they edged on, but the incline was at such an angle now that it felt more like climbing a wall rather than crawling along the ground. I I can't hold on! Zaid, help me! Tina gasped, sliding away from him. Zaid tried to grab her, and when he reached out, lost grip too. No! He screamed as he slid past her. Tina squealed as she tumbled down behind him. The grinding sound of metal soon became more audible the closer they got to the source. Roll onto your back! Teen! Tina, roll onto your back! She slid straight into the side of him as they righted themselves. Now they were sliding on their backs at the same rate, so they linked hands again. Ahead, the sound revealed itself in the most horrific way. They looked on, helplessly. The clunking and grinding actually were big metal cogs, set out in two lines, four each side. They were rolling into each other and perfectly synchronized. There was obviously a purpose to this. And then they saw it immediately. To the right of them was a huge clock face. It was the biggest clock they had ever seen. Big Ben, the clock tower in London, came directly to their minds. It did look the same design as that huge landmark. It had a transparent face with large black numbers and three hands of different thicknesses, the hour, the minute, and the second hand. The second hand was ticking away in time. Tick. Tock. Tick. Tock. But the wheeled cogs were going at a much faster rate. It reminded Zaid of his parents' old electric lawnmower when the blades were in full spin. He had almost caught his hand in them when he was little, and so the horror of that memory came flooding back. But this was far more dangerous, and it wasn't just his fingers he was worried about. This machine was going to chomp on the two of them and gobble them down in chunks. He swallowed hard as he slid closer. Zaid! Oh my God, Zaid! Tina was crying as she gripped his hand so tightly that it almost stopped the flow of blood. I know, I know, he said, but it was just as helpless. The surface they were on was smooth and polished, making their descent easy. Stopping wasn't an option, only an end. Zaid reached out and clutched Tina with both arms, tears welling up in his eyes. It wouldn't take long, he thought. He calculated the speed of them falling, plus the cog's fast cycle. They would be shredded in seconds. Perhaps if they were lucky they wouldn't feel much pain, or if they were very lucky, no pain at all. He wasn't convinced, though. Tina, I... Before he could say any more, a huge bell rang out. Twelve o'clock.